Packers Daily with Jason Mertides. And welcome to a Sunday, May 2nd edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. Flyers fall again to the New Jersey Devils by a score of 4-1. to They got down 4 to nothing in this game. Goals by Brott in the first period, Quokinen in the second period, then Nico Heischer shorthanded in the third period, and also uh, Igor Sharangovich in the third before the Flyers broke the shutout bid of Mackenzie Blackwood on the 30th shot of the game against him when Joel Farabee scored his 16th goal of the season. And the frustration continues. Flyers have now lost three straight games to the New Jersey Devils. The game they did win of this four-game set took a Herculean with the goaltender pulled uh, effort by Claude Giroux to get two goals within 22 seconds to get it tied and then ultimately a six-round shootout won the Flyers that game. They had a two-goal deficit heading into the third period in that one. Uh, But all said and done, they lose three out of the four against the uh, New Jersey Devils, and the struggles continue. Mind you, this is a Devils team that came into this four-game set against the Flyers, having lost nine straight, the first game the Flyers dealt them their 10th straight loss. Uh, But overall, uh, the Devils get three out of four against the Flyers, and then there were five, five games remaining on the 2021 NHL season. Flyers now have a 3-4 and four record against the New Jersey Devils this season as well. And another trait of this team, and it's not a good one, is that the Flyers gave up the, the first goal for the 10th straight game and 19th game of their last 21, where they have allowed the first goal of the game. Elaine Vigneault talked about that in postgame. He said he believes the number for the team that scores first that wins the game is 75% of the time. To have that happen in 19 of 21 games and a 10th straight time is a stunning number. And you cannot chase the scoreboard in hockey games. Not only that, I mean, the Flyers, uh, they just have not led at the first intermission. They've been down multiple goals. And... I almost can't wait for the season to get over so I can hear Elaine Vigneault's analysis of the entire season because it's frustrating, and it's and it's been very difficult to watch, and it's been very difficult to go through this season. Uh, on what was a season where we had so much optimism heading into it, and even though the first six weeks didn't look great, the result was good, but boy, has it been this has been difficult. And I guess in a way— Here's the good news, and if you can find good news, this is gallows humor, but if you can find good news in a bad situation, it is this, that this isn't one of those situations where management, the coaching staff, anybody analyzing this team can look at it and say, well, it was COVID, or well, it was a couple guys just didn't have good years, or well, it was this, or well, it was that. And you go, well, we just kind of missed the playoffs, and we'll get back at it next year. What this season has proven is that serious change needs to take place. And with the way it's played out, not only before the trade deadline and certainly since, this is, this is obvious that significant change needs to happen. And there's no denying it. There's no, well, it was COVID, we had a pause, we didn't come back well after that, we didn't have practice time. Those are all factors, they are. But there's no denying the fact that significant change needs to take place. So with that being said, 
we suffer. And we've had to, it's been a tough year for the fan, for the fan that had optimism. And rightfully so. Rightfully so had optimism heading into this season. Because you based it on what we saw last year. A coach of the year who was a coach of the year finalist came in second for the Jack Adams. A team whose underlying numbers were good. A team whose special teams numbers were really good. They, I mean, seventh on the power play, seventh on the PK. It was warranted. It, it's not like we came in with inflated expectations based on nothing. We came in with expectations based on what they were a year ago. And they haven't been lived up to. And for that, it makes it even more difficult because life is all about expectations. If you expect something to be good and it's been really bad like it has been this year, then you deserve to be upset. And especially when those expectations are realistic. And they were realistic based on last year. The expectations next year, who knows what they'll be because we don't know what's going to happen this offseason yet. But it is frustrating. Five games left. Two against the Penguins on Monday and Tuesday. They're trying to get the top spot in the division where they sit right now because they got to win. And two games Friday and Saturday on the road next week against the Washington Capitals. Then the Flyers will wrap up this season on May 10th, eight days from now. Put this thing to rest for the year. And they'll go into an offseason with a ton of question marks, with a lot to accomplish, and with a, a frustrated fan base. And, you know, we're going to hear from Claude Giroux and Brian Elliott as well after we hear from Elaine Vigneault. And, and Claude Giroux was asked by, I think it was Anthony Sanfilippo from Crossing Broad, asked him, um, he said, you know, you're the type of player that plays every shift like it's your last shift and play with a lot of pride. Do you feel like your teammates are doing that? And Claude at first said, that's a hard question. And then went in to say nobody's quit and those kind of things. But the fact that the answer initially was, that's a hard question, was very telling. I don't think I'm reading between the lines. That's him saying, in my opinion, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but in my opinion, the way I take that is, yeah, there are some guys out here not doing what they're supposed to be doing. There are guys out here not bringing their A game, not controlling what they can control. That's the captain saying that. It, that that's my interpretation of what he said. Now, he went on to, to defend his teammates and defend the effort and defend a lot of things. But when you initially answer that question was, that is a difficult question, that's telling to me. Maybe that's just me. Maybe that's me just reading too much into it because I'm angry. And I am angry. I'm very angry with what's going on. I'm angry that the team got down 4 nothing to the freaking Devils. I'm angry that this season has disintegrated into this. And I'm angry that the Flyers are the first team in the major sports in North America, the NHL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and, and the NFL, to go every other year to the playoffs for a decade. 2012, they made the playoffs, got to the second round. 2013, they missed the playoffs. 2014, they got to the playoffs. They went to seven against the Rangers, who won, went to the Cup that year. 2015, they missed the playoffs. 2016, they went back to the playoffs, lost to the Washington Capitals in the first round. 2017, they missed the playoffs. 2018, they made it, and they lost to the Pittsburgh Penguins. 2019, they missed the playoffs. Last year, they made it, and they went to the second round. This year, they didn't make the playoffs. 
No team in the NHL, NBA, Major League Baseball, or the NFL has ever done that. Going to the playoffs every other year for 10 straight years. So am I angry? Damn right I am. I am angry. Because that shouldn't happen. And it has. And I'm not happy about it. And I know that Elaine Vigneault is doing everything he can to keep the focus on the next game. And you hear it in these press conferences. There's only five more left. Only five. Two against the Pens. Two against the Caps. And one more against the New Jersey Devils. Here's Elaine Vigneault after the game. Elaine, Elaine, we ask the players uh, frequently about their level of frustration, but where are you at um, with the way things have sort of disintegrated here in the last six to eight weeks? Well, I mean, I'm not going to get into the last six, eight weeks. I'm I'm going to say that uh, frustration won't help us uh, play better. And, I mean, tonight, uh, especially in those first two periods, we had – Tremendous amount of offensive looks, a tremendous amount of offensive zone time. <clears throat> Didn't get enough out of it and couldn't make that team pay for s- the mistakes that they made. And they made quite a few and gave us quite a few opportunities. <clears throat> In this game, you have to be able to make the opposition pay when they make a mistake. And that's how you build momentum. And right now, t- for tonight's game, again, unfortunately, we weren't able to do that. Elaine, are you sensing that the team uh, is lacking serious confidence? Well, I mean, we're not winning a lot of hockey right now. So anytime you're not winning a lot of hockey, uh, confidence is is an issue and and a factor. Um, So right now all we can do is, uh, you know, get ready for our next game. And, uh, you know, I I thought for the most part uh, in tonight – uh, we were trying to do the right things defensively. Uh, didn't give that team ve- very many opportunities. Trying to do the right things offensively. Uh, we're just uh, not able to finish it right now. And all you can do is get ready for the next game. You're going to get another opportunity to play and, and win a game. Hey, Amy, um, do you, you know, you, you get good shifts here and there, but do you sense that there's enough pride throughout the lineup at this point? with these games, you know, not having much meaning other than, you know, you got to play out the strength. Yeah. I mean, you could lose a, you can use a, a bunch of words. You can use uh, frustration. You can use pride. You can use whatever. I, I think uh, <clears throat> for the most part, uh, you know, our guys are, are trying to do the right things. Um, and I'm trying to put them in a situation where they can be uh, the most successful on the ice. Uh, right now, obviously, uh, we're not a team that, uh, especially offensively here, is is executing uh, real well. We've got uh, five more games, one more game here on, uh, coming up Monday. That's our next game, and we've got to try and execute and, and, and play the right way. Hey, Lane. Uh, I'm curious as to why so many of these losses feel like they follow a similar formula where you guys fall behind early. You know, you control the play for a bit, but don't finish on chances, and then things sort of spiral from there. It just there, it just seems like the same thing over and over again. Yeah, no, uh, you're absolutely right. Uh, you know, <clears throat> this is a league uh, where you know statistically, if you score the first goal, I think it's 
or close to 75% chance of you winning that game. And uh, whether it's us not making the team, making the opposition early on pay for one of their mistakes or, or them uh, making us pay early, uh, finding a way to make us pay early. <clears throat> we're always uh, we're always chasing the game, and this is a, a tough ga- game to be chasing uh, physically and, and mentally. Hey, Lane, Johnny. you mentioned the start of the games and how damaging it can be to fall down one nothing. You've obviously done that a lot this season. At, that's, at this point, do you feel like it's in your players' heads uh, as much as it is actually executing? Well, there's no doubt that uh, everybody is aware that you know we're chasing the game. Uh, we're talking about it. We're trying to do the right things. You know, again, you got to make the the team pay for some of their mistakes, and we're not doing that right now. From Elaine Vigneault to the captain Claude Giroux and Brian Elliott in tandem, their availability after the Flyers' four-one loss against the Devils. When you have a game um, where you're not giving up a lot of chances and shots but you find yourself trailing and given the way the season has gone, is it hard sometimes to, to stay on system, stay patient and be opportunistic when the chances come up? Yeah. I mean, uh, when the puck's not going in, obviously see, you get frustrated and you're, uh, you're, you're going to try to change a little bit and try to do something to, uh, to put the puck in the net. And, um, you know, the whole team right now, there's a lot of frustration and uh, our record at home this year is, uh, uh, hasn't been good. And, to be honest, I, I'm not too sure what to say here. Claude, you've talked in the past uh, frequently about confidence. Um, how is it, that, or what is your sense of, of, of the locker room and confidence, both offensively and defensively? Yeah, I mean, we're making mistakes right now that uh, we know usually we don't make and um, a little bit of doubt in our game, and um, that's what happens. Uh, yes, if I may, for Brian. Brian, can you uh, uh, take us through your, your evening tonight and uh, what you were seeing out there? Uh, um, I mean, that's just like an open-ended question. It's kind of mm-hmm. hard to um, really focus on one thing. But, I mean, it, it just feels like we're a lot of in-between. Um, and when you're, you know, indecisive or or not sure, uh, you know, it's, it tends to, um, you know, not turn out well. I think if we – trust our instincts and you know go with the first play and make it hard even if it's the wrong play if you do it hard it usually works out so um i think we just need to be a little bit more decisive and um try not to be in between uh what you're thinking out there yeah this question is for claude claude i know this is is a tough question but you know you're the kind of guy who likes to play every shift or try to play every shift almost like it's your last do you almost feel like there's not enough of that throughout the lineup when you have a game like this and, and in recent games? Uh, yeah, that's a tough question. I mean, uh, the guys guys care in the locker room. We, uh, I don't think there's laziness in, on the team. It's just right now it's uh, uh, when one, one thing goes wrong, uh, there's always a second and third thing wrong happening. So um, – I don't think uh, I think I don't think laziness is uh, is part of this. Yeah, this is for Brian. Um, Brian, why do you think so many of these losses seems to follow a similar formula, particularly in terms of, of falling behind early and then chasing the game? I mean, that, it's just kind of how we've been coming out, and um, <laughs> I don't know how to answer that question. I'm sorry. Hey guys, this is for uh, Claude. Claude, you have the Penguins coming up. Pittsburgh's obviously trying to win the division. 
can maybe playing a team and try and getting an opportunity to spoil a little something for them. Can that be something good for you guys? Yeah. I mean, at this point, you know, we're, we're about ourselves and how we play and, um, you know, try to try to play as a team and um, just battle out there. And, uh, you know, obviously it doesn't matter who we play. We, uh, uh, we need to show up as a team. Here. It's not often that I'm out of words or superlatives. I mean, I've been in radio and I've been a talk show host for 27 years. You don't run out of words, but I'm out of them now. I am. I'm after that game and after three straight losses to the freaking devils, I am out of words. Other than to say, I'm really, really angry. All right. Well, I'll give you another brand new episode coming up tomorrow. We'll preview Flyers pens as the Penguins look to try and secure the top spot. The Flyers can play a little bit of spoiler. Back at it tomorrow on another brand new Flyers Daily. Thanks for listening. Sitting on an angry chair.